Beautiful. Just taking a little bit of time to stream in here. Yeah, well, we'll see how this goes today. I'm really <laughs> excited to go live. It's taking like a lot longer to like hook up and and do what it needs to do. But the good news is I hit the record button. I see it on my corner of my screen. So we're definitely being recorded anyway. Good. Officially being recorded. Officially. <laughs> Officially. Oh my goodness, this is going to take a minute. Maybe I shouldn't have pushed the record button so soon. Uh-oh. Usually it goes really fast and then I can't catch up. And now it's like, hmm. I know YouTube is not, or not YouTube, but uh, we're going on Facebook. So it's not always super yeah. um, excited to work with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they don't like us truthers too much there anymore. What do you do? Oh, nope, it's not letting me do it. Let me go again. It kicked me off. Uh oh, they're on to you. Well, I'm just a little fish in the sea. I know. Well, I don't believe in, in scale. So for me, <laughs> we're all big and little fish because that's how I see holographic reality, right? Holographic reality is there is no real size, right? Your cells are a universe into themselves and the universe is a cell yep. unto you. Um, so, which, which is interesting because that makes you very humble it, it means you have a lot of power right and it's funny like i always talk about you know time travel and they always worry about the butterfly effect in fact i was just watching the flash before we started talking and they were talking about that in the show because that's one of the things they deal with a lot in the comic books because they're always stealing it's pretty neat Con comic books have a lot of really advanced thinking in them because they're always stealing concepts from science and stuff the multiverse theory and the idea of going back in time and changing timelines and all that kind of stuff. Um, and they were very upset at the flash because he had done that. He'd gone back in time and saved his mom and it changed a bunch of stuff in his timeline. Um, what's fascinating about that from my perspective is I believe we live in a multiverse where all the timelines exist. So where they see as him change the timeline is really, they're just, he jumped to a, a timeline where all that different stuff happened, but the other timeline still exists. You know what I mean? It didn't, didn't disappear or be destroyed yeah, but from our limited perspective in a body you're like oh my god you know now i have a daughter instead of a son this guy was never born you know this stuff didn't happen yeah. and we're so attached to that that we're like you bastard you destroyed everything That's, which is interesting i find that really interesting actually and i love that we're chatting about this it's still kicking me off i'm just going to keep trying but we can just keep chatting and do with it as we will but um uh there was that show sliders where they would open portals yeah and Jerry into, so and they would go into these different things and i remember watching that going gosh that's exactly how i picture like our world like right you know like I, that's exactly how i pictured it except you know we didn't really like open a portal like like they did there but we but we did in a way i don't even know how to explain it but uh uh, and I was also just listening to somebody, I think it was um, a call-in caller to that Andrew guy you sent me to, Andrew, uh, I forget Our his face, last name, yeah. yeah, and he was saying that 
I don't know, he was telling a story. Uh, one of the guys was telling a story about how he was um, moving, but in real life, he wasn't moving. And so he got really, he was in both realities, right? Yeah. Going, wait, wait a second, what's happening here? Like in one, he was moving and um, not with his girlfriend or something. I can't remember the story exactly, but I was like, and that's so trippy when something like that happens. Um, and it happens to people. It's like, that's not a fake thing. That's like a right. real thing where, you know, time blends um, and, you know, realities, the holograms blend together. And right. And, and now that we're more open to that, people frequency hop, you know, you might, yeah. we, we talk of the mandala effect, right? It used to be GIF with two Fs and now it's GIF with one F, the peanut butter or the Berenstain bears instead of the Berenstain bears and all these little yeah. things, you know. Um, in the multiverse theory, those timelines all exist. They're just, you're choosing which one to hop on because you changed your frequency. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about, where we were in a program your frequency didn't change that much. So you never hopped timelines before. Now you might have an epiphany that changes, that clears out some karma within you, some trauma, some DNA clearing. Suddenly you shift a couple of frequencies over and it's no longer interview with the vampires, interview with a vampire. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I do think, yeah. I think it's very, very curious. Yeah. Very and so. And that's what it is. It's like reality becomes much more mutable. It becomes you start to take control of your reality. You're saying, I'm creating this. I'm the one who chooses, which then comes back to like, you know, we talk about a lot being very conscious about what you're creating, what you're choosing to deal with, what you're choosing to be a part of. Yeah. Um, and for me, I have become very energy conscious and you become very energy conscious. What kind of energy you're putting out? What kind of energy other people are putting out? What, how energy is displayed in our reality because we have such limited senses, things like the colors people choose to wear, the things they choose to say, the kind of media they choose to associate themselves mm -hmm. with all, you know, become little hints about what frequencies people are vibrating at and choosing to be around in you yourself the kind of people you choose to hang out with the kind of media you choose to involve yourself in you know also tells a lot about where you're going where you're choosing to go moment to moment um <clears throat> and and that's it it's like we're now in a, in a phase of reality where people whether they like it or not are seeing that you know what they never did before where they just thought life just happens and you deal with it now you're like no you cause it and you deal with it, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and if you don't like what's going on in your life, it becomes more about changing your internal issues than it does about getting on other people about stuff because they're just an indicator of what's going on in you. Oh my um, gosh, I love that you say that. They are just an indicator of what's going on with you. I actually recently even had that conversation with somebody that, um, you know, because I do healing sessions, right? And it's really challenging for people to hear, hey, you, everyone around you is a mirror of something about you, right? Yeah. This is all about you. And that is just like, well, so are you saying that I'm a mean, inconsiderate, selfish, rude person? Well, not necessarily, but there's some reflection of you that needs to be looked at if this is the way you're 
you know, being treated by other people or how you're perceiving yourself being treated by other people. Like, how right. do you test that out, Patrick? Like, because that's hard for people to... Um. Well, the other thing is you have to be much more careful about your internal dialogue. A lot of people, like we talked about in other shows, are you just letting their minds, you know, like you might be the most nice, genial person in person to somebody, but in your head, you might have this completely nasty inner voice going on that you just let run. That also determines, um, (laughs) you know what I mean? So like, you might be saying, oh, I love this person. They're really great. And in your head, you're like, oh, what an asshole. I hate hanging out with this person. Those two things matter. You know what I mean? Uh And, and, and that sort of stuff is what we're talking about is being very, very mindful. And that's what Buddhist mindfulness is. And that's one of the things early on in my journey I had to learn about. I was obsessed with mindfulness. Um, if you ever heard of the book, The Tao of Pooh and The, the Day of Piglet, they're older books. Yes, came I out have in- that. I have that. They're um, a little double set of, of books. Yeah. And they're beautiful because that's what they talk about. They talk about mindfulness um, and they talk about that Buddhic idea that your reality is a reflection of what you're constantly thinking, what you're constantly processing. Mm-hmm. So be very mindful about what you process. And a lot of times when people are like, I can't manifest good stuff. I love to go on Facebook walls and be like, okay, you're not manifesting good stuff, but half the time on your Facebook wall, you're clicking like on all these things where people are assholes, people are sheep, and that matters. That that is your view. You're saying that is your view. Even if you only kind of think it's ha-ha funny, that's mm-hmm. still you agreeing to it. And those are, we're starting to get into that level of reality creation too, where it's not, it is a big deal now. And, you know, um, I can seem like a, a, an asshole a lot of times because of that, because I will say, look, you know, like I choose not to engage in that stuff because I don't want that in my reality field. I don't want assholes coming at me. So I don't deal with it in any way, shape or form. You know, like for me, it's come down to it. And I'm going to say right off the bat, like this isn't something I just had an epiphany one day. You know, this has taken, uh, you know, 30 years worth of hard internal work and dealing with it daily and actually trying to work with these issues and, you know, working with the universe, bringing me resources to help me kind of refine and hone this. But you know, my life would seem really boring to a lot of people because I like peace and peace really technically is very boring. You know, you just enjoy the moment, but there's not a lot going on. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you have to be comfortable with that, not being engaged in drama all the time. If you really want peace, I, I tell people a lot, you know, if you want a peaceful life, define a peaceful life like a lot of people don't even know what that means they say it but when you ask them to like really define what it means they have no idea you know what i mean like how that would even play out on a day-to-day basis um you know a lot of times they have conflicting internal dramas about that like a peaceful person they might consider as a lazy person you know because they don't do a lot of stuff because stuff just comes to them and it works out and they don't need to go out and hustle 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 all the time because they are good at manifesting and they are good at being like, I don't need a lot of extra stuff because I've cleaned out all these traumas that require that I have to constantly have, you know, situations show me I'm awesome or beautiful or loved or happy. Like you just know that stuff. You already know it. You don't need it. So it doesn't, you don't waste energy on it. (laughs) 
I tell my son all the time how perfect he is and how wonderful he is and smart and all these things. He finally just says, I know, mom, I know. And I'm like, okay, well, that's good, right? Like, it's, right. but you know, he's not saying it in a, in a conceited way. Sometimes he'll say it jokingly, but, um, but you know, that's, that's absolutely true. And I, I'm one of those people that's like guilty of, I get uh, stuck in a, in a, mm, not a rut, but I guess I look around and I, I often think, oh my gosh, I wish that these people would just stop following what they're told to do. Like not be rebels. Like I don't consider myself a rebel because I'm quote unquote going against the grain, right? I just consider myself a sovereign being, right? Like right. you're not, and so there's a little bit of a difference, but like I feel like when I'm clicking uh, on this, I, like the second I click it, I go, yeah, why did I like that? Do you know what I mean? Or, mm -hmm. ooh, what was I, um, what is in my field that is aggravating me um, or making me feel drawn to this, um, this space or this message? Um, so I'm doing like all day long and this is not stuff that we've had to do so much, but it's like, right. it's not like I just wake up in the morning and do spiritual housekeeping and call it a day. I'm doing it all day long and going, hold on, wait a minute. Why did I just do that? You know, right. what, what am I thinking? What's happening? Like last night, for instance, um, I was clearing stuff out. I kept waking up. I was clearing a bunch of stuff out of my central nervous system in the masculine fields of, um, and I'm thinking to myself, where in the frick is all this coming from? And I, I remember I just, I kept waking up and I kept clearing stuff out and then going back in and then clearing stuff out and waking back up. And um, it's interesting because the day before um, I was doing these clearings, I was highly irritable, highly, highly irritable. And I was like, well, you know what I did different is I went to stores. I don't ever walk into stores. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, what did I do different? I, I'm like, especially since all of this has happened, all of this crazy stuff has happened. Like I've ordered my food and either gone and picked it up or have it delivered. Right. And, uh, I don't like mess around with people. <laughs> I don't want to say I don't like people, but, um, I don't like people sometimes, especially the ones that are frantic and scared and panicked. And, um, right. I realized that I spent a significant amount of time in stores um even me just going driving to a store is a significant amount of time but like i walked around i was like wow i haven't been in a store in a long time so i dinked around a little bit but then i could feel that i was getting agitated and i said all right i think it's about time for me to go but i was like irritated for quite some time after that and then i had to do a really big clearing and i shield you know i shield and i i do all the things that i need to do so like it doesn't mean that any like everything is um you know, not permeable. Well, and not only that, but I mean, at the place you're at, and I'm sure a lot of our viewers are at too, we've stepped to the next level where it's not just about us anymore. We're clearing for the the masses, you know what I mean? So you're going out and you're accepting this stuff so you can transmute it. And when I say transmuting, that's like one of the things I do is a big thing. It's a very advanced thing, you know, energy work wise, because it's funny because that's literally what the negatives do. And I actually learned how to do it from them because they do the same thing. They'll take a bunch of positive energy, like prayers and stuff, and they'll turn it into negative stuff because it's just open to be used. But the same thing is true of energy, any energy. So I can go into a situation that most people are like, why do you wade into this negative situation? It's like, because that's just free energy. 
And then I can transmute it and still choose to be happy and choose to do loving things with that energy, not be dragged down into the tailspin of that negativity. And you're clearing it. You're literally pulling all of that miasma out and you're processing it. You're like a big, you know, pump or filter. Um, And so a lot of us are doing that. We're doing it for the collective. We're doing it for our ancestral DNA. We're doing it for our past lives. And the more you come into to awareness of your energy fields and all this stuff the more you do it unconsciously and yeah I, I remember when I was having a really sensitive day um it was early summer and I just woke up one day and I'm like man I just want to go to the beach I just want to go to the beach I just really need to go to the beach and I'm not usually like that and I'm like all day I'm just like why do I want to go to the beach I'm like oh it's freaking you know the first big summer day of the weekend of you know i, I can't remember if it's memorial day or labor day is the first one one of those where entirely all of new england is going to the beach and i'm like wow. wow i'm picking up the collective mm-hmm. you know and that's the thing you start tapping into that kind of stuff and you don't even realize it and the same thing right. like you know that's why another layer of the whole covid thing is you've got all these people collectively in the trauma so then they're collectively creating this energy that can be easily tapped into because then a, a negative manifester can say, I just want to tap into the net, the COVID fear and use it, you know, or tap okay. into. And that's why sy- symbology is so important because it allows this really easy access to all this energy that's just out there. Yeah. But at the same time, a positive person can transmute it by same thing not being pulled into that fear by saying i realize this is happening and i'm going to take it and use it for love and light and you know i love to do i'll work with um i because i realize like for me it's it's about imagination i love to work with my imagination and this stuff Uh, i'll study all kinds of different people in the way that they do stuff to give me kind of like notes and hints but it's like i'll work with the sun that I know is connected through the plasma tubes to all the other suns that were it was birthed from back to the universal central sun, right? That each, the central sun birthed all the other galaxies, which birthed smaller galaxies would eventually birth ours. And each one of those is connected to plasma tubes. So all of that energy is constantly connected, which means you're connected to all the planets and all the suns that are connected to them, mm-hmm. which means you have the ability to tap into and work with all of that energy. And then I channel that through me into the planet you know what i mean and the same thing you know through my dna i can channel it into my ancestry i can channel it into my past lives i can channel it into the planet itself you know clear out stuff the grid that's now being activated by people and the grid workers that all the good stuff that they've done you know all these different people who manifest um and and so then you can be like well you know and relatively speaking this little covid fear isn't anything <laughs> you know it's just a little black dot really that it, I... really, it really is but it's also you know it it really is uh, at the same time and not to be not to feed into any of the fears or anything but it really is like one of the last ditch efforts to oh, no. you know run their new programs um um, because they, you know, they've lost control. I'm going to give up like going onto Facebook and we're just going to post afterwards. Like I'm not going to, it's not letting okay. me go no matter what I yeah, do. They don't, they, Zuckerberg is not happy with us anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I must be in a timeout and I have no idea about it. Yeah. So, well, um, that's part of what they do too, right? We're all in these little lists. I, you know, it's funny. I a lot of people are like, what if we're being like, 
you were on lists a long time ago. You don't even know exactly. you're on, you know? Like yeah. I say all the time, I'd love to see my CIA file. I'm sure it's the size of a freaking dictionary, you know, and all the shit that I post. I'm going to go live on YouTube and see how that goes. We'll okay. see if that one pops me on there. I've never gone like, I think maybe once I did live on YouTube, but um, yeah. Um, we'll see if that one lets me lets me go. If it does, that's cool, and we can um, continue talking there. But yeah, lists exactly. It's like they had. I know there's like no. It's taking them time to get through. Like the ones that have the people that have really big followings. You know, they got taken down pretty um, pretty swiftly, right? But yeah. they were easy, easy, low hanging fruit, right? Right. So there's just some of us that can skate in between times. <laughs> it looks like we're not skating so easy anymore. Right. Well, and, and that's the thing. I've always kind of stayed. That's why I don't monetize and I don't do a lot of stuff because then they don't have a lot on me. They Because you're not tied into any of their systems. You know, they don't have any way to frighten you. Oh, we're going to take this away from you because that's that's all it is. It's, they offer you these systems so then you're indebted to them in some way, shape or form and they at the higher levels, like the beings that these these elite work for that aren't even incarnate, you know, they're disincarnate energy monsters or whatever the hell you want to call them. Um, they just feed on negativity. Yeah. So for them, the whole system is just about whatever way they can get you frustrated or upset or angry or, or, or afraid yeah. is all good to them. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That's all they want. And that, so that's, the, exact, that's exactly what they're doing. I, I don't mean to cut you off that, but they've said the same, they've said the same things like, Oh, well, if you don't, you know, this, that, or the other thing, I mean, first of all, you think you're going mad and like hearing voices, which is not the case. They're actually there, but right. um, uh, you know, well, we're going to come through your kids or, you know, right. we're going to do this. And I'm like, okay. Right. Well, you're not going to scare me off. You're not going to change my mind. I'm not going to bend. They have their own contracts, right? Right. I'm like, I'm out. That's fine. Whatever. I'm not playing that game. And that's what I do in those situations where people are like, well, you know, and I get it. You know, you're worried about your friends and your family. But at a certain point, you got to realize they're a version of you too. They are just as capable of doing all the things that you've done. And in the same way, they are capable of bashing their head against the wall, not dying from it and finally waking up from it like you did, right? You know, and that's where we kind of have been brainwashed too. like everybody else is this super sensitive little, little butterfly that's just going to be destroyed by all these energies that we ourselves were like, no, everyone is a powerful creator. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the things I liked about Andrew Barthes that he talked about was that there are 80 800 trillion souls that want to incarnate on this planet and the people that are on this planet the 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 seven you know billion or whatever it is we have now are the cream of the crop of souls you know what i mean there isn't anyone incarnate on this planet right now that's not in some way shape or form supposed to be here yeah they they there's so much that's the thing there's so much energy here because like i've said before you, you think about all the things that we can tap into you know you the different sci-fis and fantasies and comic books and you know the alien stuff and the the channeled stuff and all of those are different realms different realities that are all putting energy here that's a lot to deal with and we do we deal with it you know we just like make it part of our day we still go out we buy groceries and we wash our clothes and we raise our kids and stuff and we and that's badass like to to a lot of these 
And we pull soul pieces back from whatever exploded planet and we go down the Vesta tunnel and we go, we go. Right. Yeah. We go into M labs and we, you know, see all these dark demon entities that these mad Nazi scientists work with. Yeah. That kids play video games about and just think it's a video game, you know, but it's, it's a reality we're tapping into. And and that's the other thing, you know, like anything you're fascinated by and you think it's fiction, it's probably not. It's probably a a version of reality your soul is used to operating on and you just don't in this reality because it's so limited. Yeah. I want to go back to when you were talking about the sun and the tubes of the sun. Uh, We were having uh, a conversation um, and in, um, in my, I have like this, like really like little group and we were chatting and it had been brought up that, um, that someone has a theory that the sun holds a lot of the earth's historical records. And I know mm-hmm. we hold a lot of historical records ourselves and our DNA and whatnot, but what are like, what, what, what are your thoughts on the sun holding the records? But I mean, planetary, like universal records, are they like, do you picture them like in everywhere? I'm, I'm being super vague, but you know, um, like the Akashic records, right? Like mm-hmm. we were also talking about that and how, uh, like I kind of see them come up in a DNA strand, like and pop up as little holograms, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I think everyone can see things completely different. Um, right. You know, I've also seen libraries of scrolls, and it's like, what part is my imagination, and and how does how does a planetary mind hold the same uh, records? So anyway, these are these these are kinds of questions that come up. So I'd love to hear um, your perspective on how different planets hold records. So. All right. Interesting. Uh, Like I said, I study a lot of different stuff. So, you know, uh, a lot of this material comes from 12 different sources that I kind of synthesize into my own thing, you know, and like the raw material talks about logoses and sublogoses, you know, if you study science, you understand that planets are birthed from stars, right? So the stars make the elements, then the elements coalesce into planets, and then the planets might explode and create asteroids that create subplanets and moons and all that kind of stuff from an energetic perspective, they're just souls. Like, so I, I, I met a Lemurian, actually, they said they were um, the manifestation of Kuan Yin, which was one of the first ascended souls that went with Lao Tzu who created the I Ching. And she's Lemurian and hangs with the Lemurian collective. And in their perspective, everything is alive. So it, she put forward a really interesting idea that the sun is the collection of every soul of all the planets that rotate around it so literally the sun is your soul and everyone's soul and every being soul from every planet radiating back at them <laughs> so then in, in that case it would have everything that all those all those souls know and are tapped into as one mega collective one consciousness entity um which is kind of what the raw material says too in a way and you know we're getting into these these situations that are so vast that they're kind of seem vague and and you know so it's hard to really describe them in a real way but yeah and so that sun came from another sun right because our sun was the energy that it has didn't originate just there it came from another galactic uh explosion that came from another galactic explosion and there are several that go back to the center of the universe in the theory that we have now anyway the way that the universe was created 
in time um that so that each one spawn the other one and they're all spiraling away from each other and creating you know a psychic web a, a plasma web that that they're still connected so um soul travel which like everybody's obsessed with space travel soul travel is you get your light body to a certain energy wavelength you can collapse your body into a sphere because that's one of the easiest forms to hold is a sphere turn into pure energy and if you have connection to any planet or any star system it's because you were incarnated there which is why it is important to know your um your soul's history because that tells you what planets you came from what karmic realities you're still involved with you know because each each group of aliens has their own set of things that they do. Like the Acturians are more like record keepers, you know, and the Lyrians were the first group that like it started incarnating as physical beings and really messed with a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, and so those are the different places you can go to and start interacting with. And you can't really interact with something that you haven't incarnated with. Yeah. Um, so that's why earth is such a powerful portal too because there's so much incarnated here i mean we're talking about uh 23 different races of galactic entities have their spoons or their ladles in this pot you know yeah. so we're mixing together with all of that energy which means that our soul is now able to connect to all of that everything yeah all that stuff um and the, if you get into that point where you can start working with um, a really good movie to watch is Jodie Foster's Contact. Um, because it's funny that uh, dodecahedron they create is the, the, the um, what is the isometric solid, the platonic solids platonic are very solid. important in and of yeah. themselves, but the dodecahedron- They're, they're so important. important. I correcting those in people's bodies all the time yeah and and if you study chemistry you realize that that's how the universe shapes itself like on the microscopic level every element has you know so many valence electrons and those valence electrons connect to each other in a platonic solid which you want to you know what the platonic solids are go play dungeons and dragons the main dice the four-sided dice the six-sided dice the eight-sided dice the ten-sided dice the twelve-sided dice and the twenty-sided dice those are all the basic shapes of all of our elements and based on what shapes an element takes is what properties it has so the more you understand about the shapes the more you understand about the properties of our universe and why things interact the way they do which is is you know keys in and of themselves but then then you can start messing with them within your own body you can start messing with them out in the hologram itself yes yeah i love it i love i never thought i would love math so much until i understood what math really was right right we get, we get taught cabal math right so right. Really we don't boring, really understand yeah. yeah, yeah, I, I remember i used to put my head down and just cry and be like i don't understand yeah. any of this <laughs> and that was their whole point they wanted to destroy creativity in us they wanted to destroy the idea that learning could be fun but learning is a blast mm -hmm. if you follow your curiosity and that's why curiosity is truncated and children you know like and curiosity killed the cat and all those kind of programs right like don't don't go around and be interested but one of my favorite quotes from albert einstein is he said i'm not really smart he said i'm just overly curious you know and a lot of scientists say that they're not really smart they're just constantly curious and they're like oh what does this do what does this do and then they want to know and they look it up you know that's that's how i do all my learning i'm just constantly like 
you know, I'll wake up someday and be like, oh, or I'll, you know, come across a subject in a movie or in a book or something be like, what is this? How does this work? We have Google now, you know what I mean? Oh, great and powerful Google. Tell us about this. And Google is more than happy to, you know, let us know every little thing about anything. I've been, um, um, I like the idea of sun. I've always heard the sun behind the sun or the sacred seven suns. Now we have like the solar king and um, the idea of the solar deity or deity, however you say that. A lot of um, what's happening, I'm noticing like a sun kind of transform, which I would call like, I mean, like the eye of Ra or, uh, or the solar king, right? And it comes from the, um, the uh, solar plexus, right? Yeah. And our solar plexus is like changing. Uh, it's actually right. like it's changing, changing. Um, and because our bodies are changing, whether you want it to change or not is not relevant. Right. Like you can't help it. It just is, right? Right. So, well, once you start understanding morphogenetic fields and that you're dealing yeah. with everyone's, there, yeah. things are activating all the time around you. Mm-hmm. So it's like that is our solar sun temple. And, um, you know, I, I when I work with that, I, I take that and go like, like beyond... Um, you know, when we activate, it doesn't matter if you know what it is, but I have found that in, in a pinch, in a moment's notice, when you are um, feeling shock or betrayal or um, loss, you know, whatever um, that just like eats you up so much, uh, calling in that solar king and really connecting to that, that solar sun um, in the body um, really helps um, right mute that pain and really change that and i think that's something that people need a lot right now is the transmutation of pain and they don't know how to do it you know and it's like we are so capable like you keep saying you know we're sharing it's like we are so powerful we are so powerful and and so capable of overriding these systems that they're putting in and overriding their false realities because they're false realities right right? they're they're systems and that's why, yeah, the sun is so powerful just to go out and be in it, right? Which is why the whole, the other aspect of the COVID is to keep you inside, keep you away yes. from the sun, keep mm-hmm. you out of sunlight, right? Sunblock, same thing. And they're talking about blotting out the sun. That's another thing that Bill Gates wants to do. gosh, when I saw that, I thought it was a joke. I'm like, that's a joke, right? Well, like- <laughs> that's the thing they did on The Simpsons. Mr. Burns did it as like an evil villain thing. And he literally wants to do it for real because of global warming, you know? Like, like you've got to be freaking kidding me what about all the global colding that's happening in other places like oh yeah we've had a cold snap here in vermont in july that like last night it was like in the 30s i like had to put a blanket on and stuff you know like but it's just it's because energy is so all over the place you know and and that's what's happening our world is reflecting it in the weather because our internal emotional energy is way Woo, woo, crazy the planets is too you know and that's what's happening we're having this real energetic fight going on and it reflects in everything mm-hmm. around us um but yeah like you said being able to ground in the sun ground bring it into you <clears throat> bring it into your cells mm-hmm. there was a meditation i did that i really liked where you literally see every one of your cells and even every one of your molecules as a miniature sun and wow. bring that in and, and, and charge that in yourself. Um, and that's like, I've been getting on Facebook and I know you just saw that thing I posted about um, relationships and a lot of women talking about they want energy, but that's where that comes from. They don't know how to tap into their natural energy reserves. When you do, you don't need these 
super clingy relationships you don't need all this crazy kind of stuff a lot of that stuff kind of just goes away you know um it's crazy like for me because i've been doing this so long and now the energy clearings i can feel them as cravings disappearing i can feel them as inner voices and dialogues of negativity that just don't happen anymore you know i used to be crushed all the time about my looks and around different people and i literally hear voices in my head you know telling me good or whatever and they're never gonna like you stuff's just getting washed away it doesn't happen anymore um and that's what can happen when you really start doing this kind of work and getting on yourself about it a lot of that stuff will just disappear (laughs) and and it's 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 so nice it's so nice it's it's uh it's subtle but it's so powerful because it just means you have this confidence and this ability to hold this peace anywhere you are, you know what I mean? In any situation. Um, and there's nothing that can replace that when you trust in yourself, when you trust in the universe and your connection with it, it doesn't matter where you are. You know, you could be carted off to jail because you won't do the jab or whatever. And you're like, okay, I'll go to jail and I'll be just as happy there and stir shit up there. I, I, um, I, I loved that post that you made about the relationships and the, you know, I, I, um, I can use myself as a reference or even, you know, other people that I've interacted with as references, but, you know, even commanding, you know, commanding people actually, or demanding like, Hey, um, you need to do X, Y, and Z in order to make me happy, or you need to, you know, and then expect everybody to, to fall into line. I remember I said one time to somebody, um, I was listening to someone talk and, um, you know, this person was just going on and on about how their boundaries were always overstepped and they weren't getting what they want and their partner wasn't listening. And I thought, Jesus, cry many. You have a lot of boundaries and a lot of rules. Like what, right. what in the frick? Like, uh, how, you know, it's like more and more people though, they really are starting to do the inner work. And for those that aren't, they're kind of, they're, they're having some mental fragmentation, which yeah. I have, I, I, I made a little post in my private group too about it. And it's like, it's really, um, you know, we're, we're really seeing people kind of crumble in front of us. They're seeing things, um, not just out here, but in here, that is really hard to witness. It's really hard to witness. Um, so doing that work, when you see the beauty in you, you see the beauty in everybody. You don't see them as, um, ugly or tyrannical or government is tyrannical i'll give you that but you know what i mean (laughs) well it is for me it's like i don't see them as ugly i see them as disease or i see them as self uh, destroying you know because that's what it is and uh, that's how i work with the energy because like i've said before if you view everything as an extension of you then anything nasty in your energy field is humbling because it means you're screwing up somehow and there's nobody to blame but you for that yeah um and it gave me a lot of hope and you know it's difficult at the same time because we incarnated on this planet to do this work to clear this energy and i'll i'll say like so many people are are brainwashed by and i hate the term brainwashed but it's one of the easiest ways to say this by media because there's so many things to think 
you should be doing a certain way. You know, like if you're successful, you're going out and you're running a fortune 500 company and you're, you know, you're just pulling in tons of money and you've got mansions here and there and cars and all this stuff. But it's it, it in a spiritual essence, it's not that what you're doing is you're clearing out trauma. You're, you're um, dealing with inner hurts. You're dealing with lifelong issues that, you know what I mean? Like you might be at the tail end of a generational curse where your family were all you know, work with the earth and they worked with herbs and they were burned as witches for generation after generation after generation. And you're still a witch, you know what I mean? And you're okay with that. And you're realizing that it's okay to be, you know, somebody who deals with herbs and stuff. That is more powerful than Superman fighting, you know, a, a giant death monster you know and that's where they get us they think that because we're powerful we're powerful because we're doing these important things like levitating and shooting laser beams no <laughs> um well that bringing, would be kind of cool <laughs> yeah it would be a lot of fun um but again if you you need that then you need something to do that against which means then you need to create something in your reality that is that destructive to prove how awesome you are which is where my thought process goes with that kind of stuff. And it's like, for me, I'm like, and I had major breakdowns about that. I mean, I'm literally wearing a Spider-Man shirt. I, nobody wanted to be a superhero more than me growing up. But after a while, I started to realize like being the superhero isn't really that good either. You know what I mean? Like Batman isn't as big a hero as everybody thinks because instead of using his money to help people and to get rid of crime, at the poverty level where all these supervillains come from, he's choosing to let it evolve into this really fucked up form so that he can look cool beating it up, but right. never solving it, you know? He's like punching the zits rather than taking care of the, you know, the fatty food he's eating that creates the zits, you know, that kind of level of thinking. And that's where a lot of people are stuck, you know? Um, the, Gosh, the you just ruined my vision of Batman. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but, you know, and that's what I'm saying. That's where these dysfunctions are subtly slipped into our psyche, you know, mm-hmm. um, that, oh, he's a great person. Well, is he? He's got billions of dollars. He could be going out and, you know, and creating work, uh, jobs that these people could be working where they would turn into somebody that would shoot his parents over you know, a necklace and a, a gold watch to begin right. with. Right. Um, and that's, that's the level of thinking they don't want anyone to ever process to come to is that if we started to create a reality where we don't cause these things to get this bad, we never have to deal with them, which is uh, basically what a lot of the natives were telling the Europeans when they started showing up in India and in North America in South America, you know, in Mongol and all these different places is that these people all had these use where they were connected to the planet and they worked with it. And um, another way you can read history of the Europeans coming to America is that the natives had created a garden here, you know, the, the planet, the whole planet was lushly uh, taken care of like it was a whole the whole planet was one cultivated permaculture garden and Europe's settlers flourished here because they just took all of it and they didn't replenish it at all not in a very healthy way um, and then they our success our success story for the last 200 years has just been stealing that energy mm-hmm. and if we had just listened to them and just been 
caring to the planet and caring to each other. It's all these issues we're dealing with now where people are heroes because they had to fight wars and do all these horrible things. They never would have manifested to begin with. You know what I mean? Um, the same way if, you know, Marty hadn't accidentally rescued his mom back in his timeline and back to the future, she wouldn't have fallen over them and he wouldn't have had to do all this stuff to get his mom and dad to fall back in love. <laughs> you know, That's kind of like what the the cabal gets us to do. They get us to do these little things we think aren't a big deal but they create butterfly effects that create yes. negative ripples and waves out into reality that make these big issues later on that if you had just been like no i'm not i'm not dealing with that you know what i mean um and it's all kinds of different things it's like going out drinking with your friends or being nasty online with somebody or being a bully or whatever mm-hmm. um and, and that's the hard part, too, is because this doesn't seem very exciting. You know what I mean? It's like you're not constantly doing these really cool things that way. You're just slowing down the, the craziness, yep. <laughs> trying to be yep. calm and collected. One of the um, things that I, I was thinking about um, when as you were talking and then as I had mentioned about um, being in the re- like each person is a, somehow a reflection of you. Um, there are aspects that are um, a like AI, right? And I think like the Matrix like does that the best, right? Um, yeah. Like when they show that it's like um, a computer, like everyone's a there's like com- viruses or computer programs. I don't know how they how they did it exactly, but there are things in there that I find most curious when we are doing the healing work and we are moving forward and and doing the inner work there are things that pop up in our field and they generally pop up in people, generally people where people will be um, nasty or people will be, um, it's like, it's, uh, it's like the last ditch effort to say, are you sure you want to go beyond this line? Because if you step back a little bit further, you're going to be nice and comfortable, you know, living your normal little like white picket fence life. Right. Like, but if you go beyond this, look at, you know, they just, they put up this, um, this fencing, right? I guess you could call it a frequency fence, but it's very real and tangible to people because then it's easy to go right back into, uh, it's like zapping the cattle, right? Yeah. Uh, little prods or little zappers where, where so there could be, so I guess what I'm saying is I'd like to go back to what I said and retract some of it in a sense that there are op, op, uh, peop, op, that come in or you know things that come in that are not reflections of you they're tests basically like are you sure right. you want to go to the next level <laughs> right and and i had that actually a very tangibly in my reality feel recently with the shot and then my saying i'm not going to have it i had several instances with family and friends who like i literally had some friends out of the blue i hadn't talked to in like three months all of a sudden out of the blue video chatted me and they don't even video chat like i never talk to these people like all of a sudden they're just like hey let's video chat and like three or four of them got on and we were just video chatting and then by the end of the chat they're all like you're gonna get the shot right like you're gonna do it like you're not gonna be weird and crazy are you and you know and they kept slipping all these little things about being weird and crazy because i believe all this stuff and they follow it on facebook and they know what i'm i'm into and just peer pressure, you know, and, it, and that's what it really is. It's like this kind of peer pressure, like, oh, yeah, you know, you don't want to be outside of the group and make everything difficult for everybody. And it's going to be really rough if you don't do that. <laughs> so you're right. That does happen. Mm-hmm. And you will see it. Um, and yeah, in this reality, 
when you're getting to those points where it's a major choice point. And that's really what I, like you said, I see it as a choice point. Like it's a clear choice point. Like this is a diverging timeline. You go one way, you're going to choose, you know, certain reality points and you go another way, it's going to be a whole different reality. Um, and that's usually where they show up. And yeah, they're very good at being those voices in people's heads that they speak through. And you can tell yeah. because yeah. that's what starts happening. You'll start yeah. seeing these, these little tests. <laughs> yeah. That um, that movie with, um, oh, what's his name? I think we talked about this before with, um, oh gosh, it'll come to me. He's, he's hunting, um, he's hunting a killer and it ends, it ends up actually being um, Azazel or Azazel, however you want to say that. Um, oh, uh, Denzel Washington. Thank you, Denzel Washington. Yes. And yes. it's like, this is how fast uh, an entity, this was a demonic as this was a hierarchical entity, right? So yeah. um, how fast they can go in and out of people just by a touch. And right. the thing is, when we are not in alignment with our purpose, we get possessed that easily and that simply, and we don't even know what happened. And that is like so disturbing to me. I watch that happen to people often. And I go, oh gosh, leave them alone. Like I spend a lot of time going, leave them alone. <laughs> like get out, get away. Whatever you have to say to me is not going to, you know, right. Yeah. I think they just do it because they know that that gets me riled up. Like, I'm like, get well, out. Yeah. Get out. I, and I don't do a lot of that stuff anymore because I, there's no place in me to, to have to deal with that. Mm -hmm. The majorly I deal with that in my dreams. Like I have really yeah. disturbing dreams, but I think I've told you before, I, I've gotten to a place where I don't feel anxiety. So like if I get into a dream, which is supposed to be anxiety or really horrifying, even though I feel like it's real. I don't have those emotions no. <laughs> so I'm like okay this has got to be a dream because this you know this isn't how I am you know and I'll wake up I'll literally like I'll be so annoyed I'll just get out of it and be like and you know like we said that's a, a, a one of the major ways they feed on energy and can yeah. incite you know nervousness and anxiety in people is through these horrible dreams um but yeah I've I've seen <laughs> the bees popping into people mm -hmm. um and it's it's always through like i said um dirty chakras you know through your fear your guilt your shame your grief your lies your illusions and your attachments that's how they get in because any of those things you're feeling showcases that you don't believe you're one with the universe because if you believe you're one with the universe you wouldn't have any of those issues mm -hmm. because you're an endless energy that's going to persist um the book conversations with god really helped me with that um one of my favorite books and it was a major turning point in my life that really kind of um got me on the path of uni unity consciousness which a lot of people don't understand it what it is when i say it some people think it's like group mind think but that's not it it's the idea that the universe and everything in it is alive it's one entity it's the all one consciousness shared as separate consciousness exploring aspects of itself uh, so for me i literally process like that i'm like okay you know that aspect of me is over there doing this or you know what is in it that would make it act that way if it was me you know um and it just comes back to living the golden rule you know be to other people what you'd want to be 
them to be to you. Um, but it makes you have to constantly insert yourself in their reality and see things from their perspective and try to understand where they're coming from. Uh, it can be very um, humbling and it's very hard. It's a lot of hard work to really, you know, understand like, why is this person an asshole? You know, what are, what are the reasons that they're such a, a mean person or they're all upset all the time or they're constantly sick, you know? Um, and it, it, it always boils down to, they just didn't get enough love, yeah. you know? Um, mm -hmm. Which is pretty much what the world needs. It just needs constant love, you know. And in any place where it didn't get love is where it starts getting sick and sad and angry or messed up and yeah. finds really uh, troubled ways to try to get it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, out of people. Mm -hmm. but. Mm, my goodness, yes. Well, uh, I've um. Uh, I think that because we have opportunity to really connect into um, like mother energies more so than we ever could before, you know, if, if we could like concentrate also, um, you know, aside from calling in solar king and connecting into our inner sun self, you know, inner sun center, um, opening up our vertical channel. So, you know, this piece here right mm -hmm. and like if we can like focus on making it like wider like we kind of become our own shields I don't really know how to explain that um in words or in a language right like I can kind of see what it does and does all mm -hmm. kinds of really cool things but um you know when we connect into um that vertical channel um you know kind of understanding where where's where some of these aspects of self, like understanding the platonic solids, like you were talking about before. Um, um, so as we're doing healing, start to understand and do a little bit of, do a little bit of research on how the energy body works, right? Yeah. Know what a vertical channel is and know like, where do the vertical channels connect into the planet, right? And, or even just your area. Uh, where is the vertical channel in your own body? We also have horizontal and diagonal. Vertical channel is a female connected to water and emotions, right? So you know, like if there's some instability there, then you you know at least know like kind of where you can start looking, right? Um, I don't know, just understanding a little bit. Uh, we're we're mathematical, right? Like God is math, and you know, um, that means I think that problems are mathematical too. And if there's something just a little bit off, if our spins are just a little bit off or things are just a little bit off, it makes us a little more wonky and it's harder to process emotions. And, you know, once we begin to put those kinds of things in balance, I think it's a little bit easier. I don't know why I went off on that tangent. That was really odd. Um, one way I put it that I think might help with that is like you were saying with spin, Think of it as like a top, okay? If you're spinning a top, a perfectly balanced top will spin for a long time and it won't wobble. But if you start putting like a little piece of clay on one side, all of a sudden it starts wobbling more and more. And and it matters, like even those little bits of clay, if you start putting them on the different places that aren't balanced, the whole thing starts going nuts. Um, and it goes all over the place. And this is the same thing, like you said, with these energy centers, they all spin, all the energy centers spin. So if they're off, they start to get all <laughs> discombobulated and create energy all over the place, which causes manias. It causes all kinds of issues in people. 
Um, and I think we're having a lot of emotional issues right now um, based off of fear, right? But there's a lot, a lot of like unstable emotions. And when I see, you know, I, I don't just do energy work. I do physical, um, I'm a massage practitioner as well, right? So like I do physical work and our emotions stick in our body, not our emotions from other times, like our emotions right now stick in the, the physical body that we have, like of our timeline, time, lifetime that we've had now. And so like really having some, you know, deep tissue work, that, you know, just some, someone that can really, or do deep tissue work on yourself, you know, do some blocking. Um, and yeah, when you the talking about the top, when you push on one part, it's the same with the body, you push on one spot, you sometimes feel it somewhere else. Well, it's like, you know, throws off the tensegrity of the entire um, structure, right? right? But yeah, understanding imbalanced emotions creates an imbalanced physical body. And um, uh, which, yeah. I mean, I just think it's like a lot of just what we're facing right now. I wish we could all just do some foam rolling and blocking and breathing and, you know, opening up of the vertical channels and just asking mother just to purge, balance, center and stabilize the emotions, you know, bring sovereign the heart and soul and, you know, open up our, our, uh, I'll call in the solar king and open up our, our sacred, our sacred sun and, gosh just heal like I feel like it uh, like a care bear you know like if we could just yeah. open up that similar sun and just care bear it out to everybody that would be amazing <laughs> right um and it's fascinating I was talking to my sister about it because like I just told you before we got online that she got her LNA uh, and I was talking about Reiki and I've read a few books on it you know and you can get very detailed about it but they were talking about just general forms loving energy will automatically find its way to the place that needs the most healing without you having to direct it at all you can just say i just want this loving energy to help them mm -hmm. um and the, <clears throat> the author of the book i was reading shared a really interesting antidote because she was talking about she had this pain that she wanted to go away she was getting reiki help and before the pain went away she actually sat down and ended up writing a book that she had been working on for a long time and it had never come through before and she realized that was the Reiki energy. And like you're saying, we don't always know sometimes these energy blockages. We think it might be one thing, but it might be something like that. It might be a creative side of you isn't being expressed and needs to come out first or something yeah. before the pain will go away or these other issues can be dealt with. Yeah. Um, and that's an interesting thing about energy work too. You will see that like a lot of times you think it might be something uh straightforward but it's it's all tied to this whole chain of other events of stuff you know maybe childhood traumas like you said or just things that you're holding on to in your day-to-day -day life that you can't get over um hmm. and breathing is wicked important i mean oxygen is the powerhouse of our cells yeah. people don't understand just basically i mean everybody does push-ups and sit-ups and jogging and stuff just doing reps of breathing you know three oh, that's huge three reps of just breathing in oxygen every day can change your life <laughs> like people don't even know have you ever tried that wim hof breathing oh, i love it yeah i work with oh. it all the time yeah Gosh, i did it when i was sick one time a friend said do you need to do this and i was like la 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 okay i'll try it and i was i was so sick and um and i rarely get sick but this was like knocking me down 
and I did it and I immediately felt better, but I almost passed out. So it had come to me that maybe I don't do five of the breaths. Maybe I should have just like toned it down a little bit, not done yeah. so many rounds, but I felt amazing afterwards, but it was very challenging. And, right. uh, and I breathe, I'm always breathing, but this kind of breathing, if, an, if anyone's curious about it, Wim Hof breathing, it's really very powerful. It's very, very powerful. It expands your lungs. It helps you realize how little we use our lungs. Like you, mm -hmm. most people have way more lung capacity than they think they do. Mm -hmm. And that's what it does. It works basically just expands your lung capacity yeah. um, and allows you to take in a lot more oxygen, which powers everything else. I mean, people always talk about being run down and they need their coffee. You'd be surprised just deep breaths can do yeah. a lot of the same thing exactly. that a coffee could i um, wish coffee like picked me up it doesn't is that weird that must mean i have add or something because coffee <laughs> just <laughs> I, I i never drink coffee like i my first job was working at dunkin donuts and i never developed a taste for it oh. just because it's so expensive really more than anything i was like man this is like and you see how people are nowadays. They have to get five, six coffees a day, you know, and you go to like Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks and they're like five bucks a coffee. And they oh, get crazy expensive. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. And then they're still run down at the end of the day and they're still complaining about being tired all the time. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> what's the point? I'm sure it attacks the adrenals, but whatevs. I like the yeah. flavor, right? Um, I, I love the different flavors. I don't like a yucky coffee. Like I'm a little bit, um, I guess I'm a little bit coffee snobbish, but I don't prefer like a Starbucks or anything like that. I just like my drip coffee or a French press or something, right? Well, everything in moderation, that's what I say. And, you know, that's the shamanic view too. Anything that you use to excess is a poison. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. You know, can be yoga, <laughs> you know, or drinking water. You can still get sick from it if you do it too much. Um, and that's that's the other thing in our society. We're so so drawn to excesses and everything. You know, like oh, we brag about how excessive we are about stuff. You know, I spent so much time binge watching a show or playing video games for so long, or mm -hmm. you know, mountain hiking every other weekend, and you know, just going nuts about it. And it's surprising how much you can get like I've always been a very moderate kind of guy I like to just enjoy where I'm at you know and I'll do stuff like oh look it's pretty sunset out right now you know what I mean look at that you'd be surprised how much that can help level you off you know yes. in a lot of ways uh, being mindful of your your day-to-day -day life yeah just enjoying those kind of things yeah oh my goodness well it was lovely chatting with you I <laughs> I hope people aren't too, uh, I, I didn't look on our Facebook, we couldn't get on. So yeah. I couldn't get on YouTube either. They just wouldn't let us on. So we're just huh. gonna put it out there and um, it'll just be the recording and uh, people can shoot questions um, should they have any or you know, just casually watch. This is a pretty laid back uh, chat and um, I think inspirational too. So um, yeah. I, I trust it all happened exactly the way it needed to. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure it does. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm sending you so much love, Patrick. Thank you for chatting with me today. Thanks. You'd right back at you, Chassie. And thank you, everybody who's watching. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm sure we had a good time. Thanks, you guys. We'll see you later.